this video's not working and it's driving me crazy because it makes me laugh every time I watch it and I can't play it for some reason. Oh, what is it? This woman wakes up after having her tonsils removed. Mm-hmm. She's Asian. Mm-hmm. And 10 days later, she woke up speaking in an Irish accent. <laughs> oh, this is old. This is old? Yeah, this is old. We, we've, we've seen that. We, you and I have talked about this before on this very show. Yeah, but this is a new one. Oh, this happened again? This happened again. Oh, okay, because this has happened before. We've talked about this before. Right, where a girl woke up and had a, an accent, and it was hilarious. No, it happened again. Was it, was it a German accent last time? or French? It was like some weird accent. Oh, yeah, no, it was British. It was British. She woke up speaking like an English exactly. person. The mom woke up. It was a mom with the with right. the accent. But right. it's actually a syndrome. This is a foreign accent syndrome. It's a thing. Okay. Where people wake up. But this lady, this it make freaking internet's not working. It's just sitting there spinning. So, Ugh. yeah, it was a hilarious uh, story. You'll never see it because my internet sucks. So, sorry. Yeah, it would have been funny had you um, actually produced the video for us. <laughs> because it's just, it's sitting there spinning. That's all it's doing. But yeah, she's, she has an, an accent and it's, and it's Irish and it makes you laugh. We have no idea. We, yeah, we'll never know. So We'll never know. So I'll show you what it looks like. It's just spinning. It's all it's doing. This woman right here. This is the video. It says, watch the video here. We can't. Oh, that's a different woman. That's not the same woman from last time. I and this you. one is, this woman's 27. She's a dentist. Um, yeah. Last time it was a woman who was a little bit older and she woke up and she was speaking with a British accent. So see, isn't it hilarious? Ha ha ha. ha. Great story. So glad this, I found it. You can get it. this from somewhere else. You got to go to uh, this particular news <sighs> source. I don't know what's uh, I'll find out. Talk amongst yourself. I think if you Google it, you'll probably come up with another source uh, of that. I did something similar on purpose. I remember um, when I was in college for some reason back then I did accents all the time and I did them uh, to be funny. You know, I did them really well. And we went to Washington, D.C. and we went to this bar in Washington, D.C. And my friends were like, be British. I was like, what? They're like, be British all night. Be British. I was like, okay. So I spoke in a British accent all night. And luckily I'd spent, I had a lot of friends in London. So I knew enough about it that if anybody asked me questions like, where do you live? I can be like, oh, I live, you know, and say where I lived or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you know, bars are loud places. So it's really easy to get away with an accent if it's not perfect because, you know, how would anybody know? And it was so weird. So it's like, why would somebody be interested? Because I was British. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, are, are the British better? No. <laughs> so it might make you a little bit hotter. Maybe. Maybe. OK, so this lady had her tonsils removed, woke up, and now she has an Irish accent. You found her on TikTok. Hi, Smart. I'm making this video to document the second day of something that's happened to me yesterday. That was very weird. I woke up with an Irish accent and I've never been to Ireland before. Ireland. I spent the whole day yesterday <laughs> freaking out wow. about why this is happening to me. And I went to the hospital and I also called my specialist and asked them why this is happening. And they couldn't provide any answers. 
<laughs> wow, she's got a very good Irish um, accent. It's a hard one to do. After my um, tonsil surgery last Monday, about nine to ten days ago, and <laughs> at this stage, I don't think it's going to get better because <laughs> I woke up with an Aussie accent and I was so happy. I called one of my best friends and I told her that I have my accent back, but during that phone call in the space of about five to ten minutes. I gotta say, of all the accents to do, Irish is really hard to do. That's a tough one. And she's obviously, she's chosen Southern Irish from the south of Ireland rather than the north, because Northern Irish is very different. See. That's more like Liam Neeson. So she, she, I gotta say, that's it's authentic. <laughs> that's pretty good. I spent enough time in Ireland to tell you that's, <laughs> she nailed it. <laughs> no, that that is just sad because you've dated so many Irish guys that you know the difference between Northern and Southern Ireland. I did it a lot in the UK. I did mm-hmm. a lot. There was, there was a couple of years that I just, you know, I was done with American men. I spent a lot of time dating British men, Irish men of North and South. And I gotta tell you, Northern Irish men, the best. But at some point, okay, it's cute for the first week, mm-hmm. but seven, eight days into it, do you say, I, I wish she didn't have an accent? Well, that's just what she sounds like now. I no, mean, if I'm she's saying a... the guys you dated, where oh, you're me? like, stop it with the accent, stop it with the stupid accent, talk normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was really sexy. I like an Irish accent. So it didn't, accent. it didn't drive you crazy eight days mm-hmm. into it. Mm-mm. No, one of them ended up moving in with me. I was with them almost two years. <laughs> so it took two years to get sick of the accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was what. Don't you remember this story? So I had this. This is a great story, actually. I had this boyfriend who I met. I was with a bunch of girls. We went to Belfast. Um, Eddie Izzard was doing a show in Belfast, and we mm-hmm. wanted to see it there because we thought, like, how authentic, you know. So we went to Dublin to see Eddie Izzard, which is the most random thing in the world. But we spent the whole weekend there. We saw two shows with the best time. And at the Eddie Izzard show, there was a guy behind us who was, like, just chatting with us. And he was super cute. And um, he and I, we, like, exchanged information, and we just stayed in touch. And he came to visit. He came to visit me in New York, and we just, like, hit it off. And then I went back. I went to visit him in Belfast. And then we started going back and forth between Belfast and New York. Did you really? Did you get on a plane and go all the way there? Yeah. Just to see him? Mm -hmm. I tell you, I had a friend who worked for Aer Lingus. And she used to fly. It's Aer Lingus. I don't don't even. Um, (laughs) She Because she worked there, she got um, first class tickets. So she would get me a first class ticket and I would fly on the on the flight that she'd be on. She was like on the head Aer Lingus. flight attendant. Yeah. You'd be on, on Aer Lingus. Aer Lingus. I'd, I'd be on Aer Lingus. Yeah. Uh, with her. First class Aer Lingus. <laughs> first class Aer Lingus. With, <laughs> yeah. One of the women that ran Aer Lingus. So, yeah. So anyway, so she was she'd be on the flight with me. We would go back and forth together to Aer Lingus. To Aer Lingus. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> together in first class. Yes. So eventually. um, Paul was his name. We decided that it was, you know, going back and forth was too much. He's like, that's it. I'm moving to New York. And I was like, yeah, right. And one day my doorbell rang and there he was with a suitcase. He's like, I live here now. I was like, where are you staying? He was like, well, hopefully with you until I find a place. He had all of these friends that lived downtown on Third Street. So he was planning on moving in with them. Like he had a whole plan. So mm-hmm. he was going to move to New York and move in with them. And I was like, screw it. Move in with me. Um, and he did. And then September 11th happened. And we flew, we, we went to, 
I lost a bunch of friends. I didn't want to be in New York anymore. I went to Belfast with him right after September 11th. We stayed there for a month. And on the way back in Dublin airport, they took his passport and they wouldn't let him back in. And I never saw him again. Why did they take the passport? Because what he would do was it was kind of clever. So when you when you're from the north of Ireland, when you're from Belfast, you get an Irish passport and an English passport because Belfast is part of England. You know, the north of Ireland's part of England. So he had a, he had dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. He had family in England and he also was from Belfast. So when you come to New York, they only allow you to stay three months on a passport. So he would use both passports so he can come and stay six months. Uh, yeah. So, you know, prior to 9-11, that was just something cute that people from Europe did to stay here longer. After 9-11, that's called passport fraud. So they caught him as he was going back because they can see where what was stamped and what wasn't stamped. So it didn't make sense that he was going back on a different passport. Well, can't you go to the authorities and ask for a extended stay? No, we were in Ireland and they wouldn't let him back into the United States. Hmm. So they said, unless you guys get married, he's not coming back to the United States. And you went, oh, no, I'm not marrying him. So you didn't even talk to him anymore on the phone, anything? Um, we emailed. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I had to send him his stuff back because he left all of his stuff. So I hadn't spoken to him in a long time. Once in a while, he, he'll like ping me on Facebook or whatever. He actually called me last week. I haven't spoken to him in all this time. And he called me out of the blue. And he was just like, you know, hey, thinking about you. What's going on? How you doing? Like, I, I can't do the accent at all. And even that was more like something. <laughs> Queens. <laughs> what was it? A three o'clock in the morning text of you up? No, no, no. He, he <laughs> no, no. He emailed me and said, "When are you going to be around?" We made a plan to talk on the phone because we oh, haven't okay. spoken in all these years. So we just, you know, we caught up. It was nice to hear his Irish accent. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, he's a great guy. I just was never in love with him, so I didn't want to marry him. You know. But going back and forth on Aer Lingus, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have the Aer Lingus friend if i didn't have a, a girl an Aer Lingus mm-hmm. in first class yeah <laughs> in first class <laughs> <laughs> but when he showed up were you dating anybody in the states uh lucky for him i wasn't so eh, there wasn't, wasn't anybody in your apartment at that time or no no okay. he, was, he was lucky that he was sort of the only game in, literally the only game in town at the time yeah because i can imagine you know him being over there and you being over here no i'm, I'm not dating anybody but the entire time he was living with me, we kept saying, okay, so you'll stay here till the end of the month and then you'll move down to third street. Like that was always the plan. And then something would come up and I would be like, well, well you just stay another month because he was paying half my rent. So I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so, um, cause I was in school at the time I was in grad school. I didn't have any money, you know? And so it was, it was great having him pay my bill, pay half my bills. And did he have a job? Yeah, he got a job because all of his Irish friends, they owned a bar. They gave him a job at this bar like immediately. And then he was an actor and a musician. He got a job with an acting company and and as a saxophone player at like this jazz club. Like he he came here. He had like three jobs in no time. (laughs) 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 He was working immediately. It was like it was crazy. Yeah, I was in school. I wasn't working. I was like, uh, you know, I was doing radio. But that was it. That's not really work. I can imagine you being at the airport and saying, no, you can go, but no, you have to stay here. 
it was pretty shocking. I mean, I flew back by myself and I didn't even I was I was literally I was still in shock on the plane at what had just happened. Were you on Aer Lingus by yourself? Yes, I was on Aer Lingus <laughs> by myself at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was really it was not at all what the plan was. But, you know, it was funny because the whole way back, it was like I was the shock of what happened was there. Like, I can't believe what just happened. I'm going back to the United States by myself. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to take my luggage and who's going to hail a cab? But I guess I can handle that. Um, but then the whole way back, I was like, I don't love him. I, he's a great guy. We had so much fun together and he was awesome. But I wasn't like in love with him. So I was kind of like, you know, maybe this was maybe the the universe had a better plan. Maybe it's OK. It's a long flight to make up your mind. So yeah, it was a lot of hours. <laughs> it was a lot of hours to <laughs> sit there and think about it. Yeah, because I was so yeah. It was and also the only movie that was that they were playing was like some rock star. Was the movie that was on the Marky Mark? Oh, how Aniston movie? Oh God, that's the worst movie on the planet. It's the greatest movie. What are you talking about? I would no, have been I, so happy. Can you play it again? <laughs> I sat there <laughs> looking out the window at clouds. I like. I was like, this is better than that movie. Oh, how great is that? Uh, no, the only time I was on a plane where they had a movie that, because now I don't even think they play movies because no. you, you got you your phone. Your own, yeah. yeah. Um, it was that uh, Frozen. They played Frozen because <laughs> there's no way I would have watched Frozen unless it was on the airplane. <laughs> it's not one of those movies because my kids were kind of old, too old for Frozen when it came uh-huh. out. So I didn't catch the hype. I didn't know anything about it, but I watched it on the airplane. It wasn't playing 24 seven at your house. No, the cars was, (laughs) (laughs) but not frozen. So I'm like, Hey, this is, I remember when the plane landed, I told somebody it's pretty damn good movie. (laughs) (laughs) But now, you know, you don't have to, everything's on your phone and Oh, David said the head flight attendant on Aer Lingus is pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's I feel like that's my new criteria. How bad is the movie? I wouldn't even watch it on a plane. Like when you're a captive audience, you have nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. I would literally sit there and just read the Sky Mall catalog over then watch. You know, blank movie. Like, Rockstar, which you should have watched. For me, that was that was it was Rockstar. I was like, this is I would rather sit here and just stare out the window for six hours. <laughs> but I have bought maybe ten movies my whole life uh-huh. on DVD. That is one of them. Which now I I see I made the right decision not watching because <laughs> <laughs> your taste in movies is usually pretty bad. That's so. the only reason why I keep a DVD player around. <laughs> is for that movie (laughs) that movie and star wars that's really the only reason i keep a dvd player around (laughs) in case i want to watch that so yes you would have been so lucky to watch rock star it's marky mark and jennifer aniston you're not selling it that's that was that's the reason why i didn't want to see it (laughs) oh it's such a great movie Great soundtrack, great movie. Uh-huh. You should go yeah. back and watch it now. I'll let you borrow the DVD. Okay. You have to send the <laughs> DVD player as well because I don't have one because it's 2021. 